Hi, my name is Steve Biggery, your host for Tech Cuisine, a podcast that covers the latest in restaurant technology trends, operational innovations, and strategies to reduce service ordering friction, enhance the guest experience, and much more. Each episode, we feature marquee leaders, owners, operators, and innovators within the restaurant industry. Today, we're continuing our discussion with Sabneet Singh, the president and CEO of Bart Technology, for our fourth episode of Tech Cuisine. What's the one takeaway that you would like our listeners to get from you based upon your long storied history in this space? I'll give you a non-tech one. Um, there's a lot, but I'm trying to simplify it. In the end, when you're picking technology, oftentimes you, you run to the best product, the best presentation. But what I've found over and over again is it's not always the best product that wins. In fact, most of the time it's not. It's the partner that you pick. Because inevitably, every product is going to break. There's just something that's going to go wrong. There's so many single points of failure. There's things like the Wi-Fi going down. There's things like a partner that didn't know the upgrade integration. There's API. There's so many. Amazon goes down. But the partner that steps up and actually acts like a partner and takes on on is actually the firm you should choose. Because in the end, we will all rush to have the same technology and need to service your needs as our customers. But it's that partner and, and that ownership of that account that I think wins the day in the end. Yeah, and to me, that's just a serving. You know, it's really, and it's one of the things that I've admired about you for so long is that you have a servant heart and that comes through. This is an industry that requires that servant heart. Restaurants that don't understand it don't do very well in the long term. Well, one of the lucky things of uh, being the POS guys, you get beat up a lot. And so humility is, is there's plenty of it here. So, so <laughs> Sounds like between your dad and the customers, you got your... Uh, you got plenty of critics. We are very, very fortunate to have it too. I think it's, it's the right way to do business. It's the right way to build a culture um, and it's to serve. And in the end, our customers are there to serve their guests. And, and I think we have to do the same for them. We've known each other so long. I'm going to just let you talk to our listeners about what you think is most important and what uh, you think that they should be focused on. You've given us tremendous pearls. This is kind of just the cleanup aisle. Sure. Where if there's something that you weren't able to get to, you can say anything you like now. No matter what brand you are, the biggest mistake you can make, aside from not picking a, a firm that believes in partnership, is not envisioning what your tech stack's gonna look like three, four, five years from now. It's If you're rushing to solve today's needs, I guarantee you will screw up tomorrow's future. And what I mean by that is, the, if you're looking at sort of solving individual needs in your, in your store, you can plug those holes. But if those holes don't add up into the future vision of what you want your, your, your program to look like, oh my God, it is like heart surgery down the road. And so if you're a 10 store brand, but you have envisioned to be a 100 store, you should be building the 100 store technology stack today. If you're a 100 store brand going to 1,000, same thing. Um, conversely, if you're a five store brand that wants to go to seven, don't build the 100 store vision. Um, and so I think really, really take that serious because when I oftentimes go in a room and we've got a big pitch and I go there and it's myself, you know, our team, and then I see the CIO or the CMO and that's it. My first thought is like, are they really bought into this? Is there, are their teams bought into this? Are there a commitment? Because putting in a new POS, putting in voice AI in the drive-through, putting in back office, these are big initiatives, not just for the tech team, but for the entire organization to get behind. And so really have that future and have that tremendous buy-in because these things don't work unless you're all in on them. And, and I think that that's a, it's such an important thing that gets lost sometimes because CEOs often say, well, the IT guys got it. And I'm like, they do, but you've got to energize the organization behind this change or it'll never happen. The franchisees won't buy in. And then obviously in the end, the customers see that. These things are going to impact every one of your restaurants, 
every one of your employees, every one of your guests, and it lives in an ecosystem. And uh, I, I think that's so spot on. All right, this is uh, from the trick question bag. I like to deliver insights to our listeners that most people don't know. With Dine, it was that Applebee's has drive-throughs, more than 100 of them. So what is it about Savneet and or Par that the average listener wouldn't have a clue? I'm going to give you two. The first is that Par is actually the company that invented the standalone point-of-sale system in 1977 or 78. So literally the first standalone point-of-sale system at one of our founders' mother's McDonald's stores. And that's what started the, the company's growth. The second one I would tell you is actually the reinvention of PAR. Um, you know, when, when we came in into PAR in 2018, the company was, you know, nine or ten weeks from going bankrupt. And, you know, a few leaders were here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I think back, you know, that journey, it, it's funny because back then it was like the scariest moment of my life. Oh, my God, what the heck did I get myself into? I moved my kids to the middle of nowhere upstate New York. But... Uh, when I think about it today, a lot of what we what, what got us out of there was the culture we built through the great leaders we brought to PAR. And so much of our learnings have been to find people that are willing to join that team, join that tribe. And, and we did a really good job early on of saying, here's our values, and it's okay if you're not that. And so much of it was actually rejecting those that we thought were amazing, but we'd struggle with one, two, or three of our values. Um, and so we really, really focus on our culture. And a cool, I think a cool statistic is we, we, we use a third party to measure employee satisfaction, uh, employee NPS, and, and, and I think we believe we are, for a company our size, enterprise software, near the top or the top as far as employee satisfaction, employee NPS within our category. So we take a ton of pride that while our shareholders have won, our, our customers have won, our employees have actually enjoyed and, and won alongside them. Outstanding. And what, what an amazing accomplishment to think that in five short years, you guys have come from the brink of disaster to the thriving, amazing industry leaders you are today. So back to the Jets. I think that's a great metaphor for the kind of leadership you're talking about. You watch that young man step up, young Zach. Everybody did their part and beat one of the best teams in football. Well, what I think it's amazing about the Jets story um, is that if you the end of last season was maybe the most depressing end to a Jets season. It wasn't our worst season by, by, by a long shot, but we lost the last six games. And before those six games, we thought we were going to the playoffs. We thought we had the best defense in football. And it was brutal, particularly for Zach Wilson, our quarterback. I mean, he really had maybe the worst six-game stretch of any starter in the history of the NFL. It was brutal. Um, you know, we were losing games, and the defense would give up 10 points, uh, you know, on, on a regular basis. And what I thought was actually most inspiring about the win on Monday was that they won with Zach. Because if people forget, at the end of last season, the players were making fun of Zach. The media just, when he was a big joke. Um, you know, and, and he, he probably, he, he did a bad job of owning up to those failures too. And so it, it just shows that, you know, what Aaron Rodgers brought to the organization was that feeling of, it's us, we can, anyone can, we, we, it's our time. And if, and that culture I hope, I hope stays. And, and I think it'll be an amazing way to show his leadership because clearly he did a, go, a good job with Jordan Love. And um, I hope he can do the same thing with Zach. My hope for him is that he can embrace that new role because that is his role, whether he likes it or <laughs> yeah. not. I, I, I wonder about his humility at some point, but I think but, many do. But yeah, yeah. But he's got no he, choice now. If he embraces it, he truly can do what he's done before and elevate not just the man Zach, but the team and help Robert, the coach. Uh, be another offensive coordinator. You know, I think it's no different than a CEO like yourself. Um, 
oftentimes we're marked not just by the success we had running our companies, but the success of the company after we left. And how did we, how do we build up the team for that? Um, and, and I think it, it will be really fun to watch that transition happen. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for PAR. I, I greatly appreciate it. It was so much fun for me. You, you know, folks, we're here at FS Tech, and uh, Savneet asked us to help him host a party. And, man, the, the guy can fill a room. Oh, we have a few hundred people there last night. It was a good event, but I think you were the main draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, friend, thank you very much. Thank you for having I us. appreciate you so much. And uh, uh, we'll be having you very shortly here on the Tech Cuisine podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Savneet Singh, CEO of PAR Technologies. For more information about Tech Cuisine, please visit our website at techcuisine.com.